Everybody that brought a scripture this morning is sending a message. Are we paying attention? Amen. I'm not the only messenger this morning. Amen. I'm not the only messenger. And that was a word. That is a word. We, we feel like that we don't want to lose. One of the reasons why we will not try to accomplish some goals in our life. Turn the volume down just a little bit on me. It's because we don't want to lose. We just went through an experience, and I'm just going to call it out, with a president that did not want to accept a loss. And it wasn't necessarily a loss if you look at it the right way. Because we are in a pandemic, and what we needed was a leader to help our nation. Amen? Amen. Did we not need a leader? And if you don't necessarily have those leadership skills, God put somebody in the right place to help us out. That doesn't mean you lost, because you can find something else to do that can help that leader help our nation. But are we really okay with finding another place that makes us right with God? Just because you may not be a good choir member does not mean that you're not a good usher. Glory, that's right. Hello? Hello. Just because you're not a good president don't mean that you can't be a good vice president. A good leader. You still got leadership? What this calls for us to do is learn how to work with each other. Amen. Amen. That makes it difficult. One of Jesus' hardest trials was getting the disciples to, to, to do what he needed them to do. Work together. To work together. You had disciples that had they had different phones. You had one that was a banker you got one that was a fisherman you got all these different skill sets and Jesus had to be the mindset that will bring all these skill sets together yes 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 that was amazing that's what a leader does and this is the problem with the disciples although they were getting good leadership they didn't necessarily accept good leadership Jesus went there. have to remind them on several occasions. I need y'all to remember by faith. He would tell them that when he was getting ready on day number, actually pretty much every day he would have a conversation with the disciples about prayer, about faith. They walked by a fig branch and it was, it was dead. And the first time Jesus walked by, he, he cursed it. And they, you know, the scholars say he cursed it because he, different reasons. The second time he walked by it, he walked with the disciples and he used it as a tool to send a message to them. The message was, I need you all to have faith. And this is the reason why. Because what you see on the outside is not always what is on the inside. Amen. Amen. Just because there's a nice suit, a nice haircut, nice pair of kicks, let me say it right. A nice pair of shoes, nice rings, fingernails, all nice and pretty, doesn't mean that's what's on the inside. Yes. We got to stop questioning what we see and start having faith in what we feel. 
Because you won't even speak to some people because you don't think they have the qualifications to talk to you. They don't look like somebody I should talk to. But you could be missing a blessing because you're looking and not, don't no faith in what you're doing. Just, just, I'm just looking. It's just what I see. It don't look right. But you're not approaching. Ministry is bringing talents together from everywhere. And all those talents have different skills. You have bankers. You have smart people. You got ushers. You got choir members, musicians. I mean, you got technicians. With ministry today, it's far broader than it was back in 1970. Because we want to take this message from this place to the nation. And I'm sorry, y'all, you can't stand inside of four walls and do it that way. Amen, amen, amen. You can't do it. You got to open up the door. Somebody just got scared. Well, I got to open up the door because you got to walk out. Yes, yes, yes. And you got to meet people. You got to approach people in face. And then you have to find ways to do it that are smart. He that wins his souls must be what? Wise. That just tell you right there we need some smart folks. And a good leader, people didn't like President Reagan. But one thing he did, he put people around him that were smarter than him, and he said that. He put leaders around him that would help him look better. He wasn't a politician. He clearly said that. I'm not a politician. I'm an actor. Yes. But what he did, he put people around him that made him look better. And that's what a good leader would do. He won't get caught up on saying, hey, I'm the president. I'm in charge. You better do what I say do. I'm in charge. You've heard that a couple of times, haven't you? But your actions, don't, it, don't, it don't concur together. If you're in charge, that means you're going to make things better. That means you're going to put things in perspective. That means you're going to look out for me even when I can't look out for myself. You're going to protect me when I can't protect myself. You're going to be the leader that I can respect. That's what Jesus is for us. Why? Because he, he, he heals even when sometimes you don't even know he's healing. He's delivering even sometimes you don't know he's delivering. Yes. I woke up this morning and I was sweating. I sweat all the time. But this was another sweat. I said, Lord, what is wrong? I'm sweating and I turned the AC down. Still sweating. Got ready to stand up. I felt like I was getting ready to hit the ground. And that's when we want to call on Jesus. Jesus! So I did. And it wasn't instant, but I just kept on. And that's one thing we don't care to do all the time. We don't press toward the mark. We won't press. We see we get one little pain and we just don't sit down. I'm hurting. Whew. I need us to press. Because our pressing is going to be a blessing to somebody. Yes, God. Pressing toward the mark. That's what Jesus did. Even though he knew those folks 
The same folks, you got to remember, Jesus was a prophet. He knew those same folks that were saying, Hosanna would be the same folks that said, crucify him. Yes. We got to press beyond what we feel that morning. We got to press beyond what we feel that particular time that calls for our talent, that calls for our, uh, our specialty. Sometimes you got to do it and necessarily not feel it. Because you don't know who's going to be blessed because of what you're doing. And then if you do it, you will start seeing those blessings come back. Amen. Amen. How many times have you done something and not even knowing how far what you've done would touch somebody else or bless somebody else? It wasn't until later that you realized, oh, my goodness, I'm glad I did that. That's the reason why we have to stay faithful to our calling. And where you're not strong at, that's when we start praying, Lord, show me my strength. I don't sing so well. I'm not the best choir member in the world. Well, maybe you can still be in the choir, maybe work in another position. Maybe you can still be in the church and work in a different place. Maybe God got you on the hospitality committee. You, you don't know. But did you ask God? No, we would rather just sit down and say, let somebody else do it. When I was coming up, we were, we were encouraged with great encouragement to do our <laughs> I ain't going to use the right word, but we was encouraged with great encouragement. Pushed. <laughs> and then when I got older, I wanted to stop being pushed, so I did. But as you stop pushing, pressing toward the mark, then you start seeing things happen to you that you don't necessarily like. And you start wanting God to come back in and do some special stuff. Lord, I need your help. I need your help, but you ain't done nothing for him. The reason why I say I had a problem with the Sunday, Palm Sunday, is because Hosanna should be consistent. Your Hosanna has to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Monday, and Tuesday. Keep on saying it. It can't be a half praise on one day and then I'm going to curse you the next day and I'm going to kill you the next day. We got to praise God all the time. Why? Because we want God to bless us all the time. We want him to, and, and which he did. You, you got to read the scripture. I'm not going to read everything there because it, it is so, it's so strong. It's th in three times in the Bible, one in Mark, Luke, and John. And it's so strong how Jesus, knowing what his ministry is, knowing what, I, I wanted to say, knowing that he got to die. And let me say it correctly. Knowing that he has to give his life, because keep in mind, they didn't kill him. He gave his life. That, that's, that's what I say, because he's stronger than us. Let's, let's be real clear. He could have stopped everything on just a... Not, he didn't even have to snap his finger. He could have just said, stop! And he would just stop everything right in the path. Just went to go to pierce him in the sky. He could have said, in his side, say, stop! And we just froze that knife right there. But he surrendered 
his life. He gave it. Let me help you out. You can't take nothing from Jesus. You cannot take nothing. You can't take something from the creator. You can't take nothing from the creator. So when he gives us something, you have to respect it as a gift. That's why salvation is so wonderful. Because salvation is a gift to us for eternal life. And it's our responsibility to either accept it or reject it. Amen. So that goes back to question number one. How much do you say you're Hosanna? And are you the Hosanna? Are you, is your Hosanna Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Stop on Thursday, stop on Friday, stop on Saturday, and then back on Hosanna on Sunday again? It's got to be every day. My Hosanna got to last. And it's going to last because I'm like Paul saying, I'm going to die daily. Every day, Lord, forgive me. Lord, make me like you, Lord. I want to be like every day. My Hosanna got to be strong. And the wonderful thing about your Hosanna being good on day one is better on day two. And it's bigger and better on day three. And bigger, better, and bolder on day four. If you really believe that, let your Hosanna be for life, not for just one day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word this morning, God. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, thank you for showing up this morning, God. Thank you for shining your light on this, us this morning, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. At the center of it all, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you for your word this morning, God. Thank you for your encouragement, your understanding today, God. In the name of Jesus. And for the ones of you that do not have that connection with Jesus, this is your time to say, Lord, forgive me for my sins, Lord. Forgive me for my sins I committed knowingly and unknowingly, God. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I accept your salvation. Wash me white as snow. Wash me, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I accept your love, Jesus. And I accept your gift of eternal life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.